mystery and horror, the air itself is filled with monsters. Children of the night, what music they make. Well, hello, all you monster fiends, and thank you for joining us for another deep dive factoid filled episode exploring Hollywood's most famous monsters. I am your mistress of ceremonies, Sam, and I'm joined as always by Dan from Bleeding Marvelous. Say hello, Dan. Hello, Dan. I changed angles. Look. Straight on. Straight on, still yet still looking this way. Don't know why. <laughs> Don't know why. Oh, it feels like a minute. Uh, Even though I know you saw us for on us, Monday. it has been, yeah. Yeah. Then. No, magic. No. Magic, the magic of internet. As yes, you can see, like I'm, a... I'm well tanned. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that tan. Look at that. Look at that fluorescent tan. <laughs> I'm just purely glowing, aren't I? Look at that ring, though, lady. Flash your one. ring. Hey, mm. congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> so did you have a fun holiday? Um, Yes, busy. Busy but fun, yeah, because I'm not a, a poolside dweller. I get bored really easily if I do stuff like that. I have to. Mm. I feel like I have to see things if I'm on holiday and do things. Um, so yeah, we we did a lot and saw a lot. I saw Five Nights at Freddy's whilst I was out. Actually, I saw it the day before it came out here, and, and um, I wasn't impressed. Oh, but then no. again, I haven't played the game. Um, mm. And anyone I spoke to that has played the game said it was very true to the right the, the atmosphere, the ethos of the game, but. I didn't stay for the end credits because I didn't realise there was a, an end credit at the end. So, mm. yeah, but apparently people were going like nuts over this end credit bit. But um, for what it was, it was okay. It was a bit weird. I've got no interest. Like, no, it, I, I did. Do you know what? I actually did at first. And then I, when it came out, I was, this is me all over. I get on that hype train and then as soon as it comes out, like, meh, I can wait. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Lillard was what it was that sold it for me because obviously mm. it, he could literally sit there and read the dictionary and I think I'd, I'd watch it. So Yeah, that's true. And we are just coming off the back of Full of a Horror as well. What a weekend. What a weekend for you guys. Most successful show we've had since 2019. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I will say us horror lovers, um, when we want something will pay for it um very very true (laughs) it's a whole different kind of community to the comic-con crowd because comic-con crowds they're very much family orientated Mm -hmm. um and obviously rightly so no one has to spend a single penny with us but everything's a bit more methodical yeah horror seems to be a certain age range or a certain demographic where people are just like that's mine i want it give it to me now and you tell them the price and they go, yeah, that's fine. And it's just like, yeah. you sure? <laughs> I think yeah. I think because a lot of horror stuff comes from abroad or the good, 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 like or unusual stuff come from abroad. And when you see it in front of you and it's there and there's no postage and packaging need to be taken into account or any fees, you're like, yeah, fuck yes, I will pay that. I think I am... Um, I think I know I did. 
I bought a Vincent Price Creepsville mug. Yeah. I fucking love it. But is my it husband as, is... It's, it's, it's big. Yeah. Oh, I wish I brought it in now. It's in the living room. It's in display. But yeah, it's um, he's, he's about this big and it's got the big hand the handle is like amazing because it's the crow it's the crow take that back it's a raven (laughs) (laughs) um but to drink out of it is like even i drink out of the most unusual mugs to start with that one is going to be a challenge for us so he's on display at the minute um whether or not i because Anth was like, how are you going to clean like where his nose is and where like it's going to be too difficult? And I was like, well, I've kind of done it with some of my other mugs that have got dints in them. He went, I know, Sam, but look at it. Look, that's you cut. No, don't drink out of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also bought a couple of items from yourself. Yes. I've got a lovely lunchbox and I bought Anth Prezi. I you bought did, him a witcher, witcher thingy. I just saw Witcher 3 and went, I he likes that game. <laughs> <laughs> like... Well, I'm intrigued to wear the new... If they do continue on um, with the TV series and no Cavill, and they do go down the Hemsworth uh, choices, um, storyline, then I, I want to see Wild Hunt. I want to see that. But mm. other than that, I just, yeah, I, I, I can't see how you can swap a character halfway through. No, I think, kind yeah. Of, and then to, like, recast it and everything, just, oh, no, no, no. But, yeah, he loved it. Um, and, like, I always like to buy my husband something when I'm out because, um, you know, I buy something. Um, when I go out to, to town, if I get something, he has to get something. <laughs> we share money. Like, I just, I think it's only fair. Um, and... Um, so it's very difficult to buy for him. But then when I came home, he was like, oh, "Do you know what I've had a thought when you were out today? When you you could have, if there was anything like Terminator related or RoboCop related, I was like, well, now you fucking give us ideas. Like now, <laughs> you tell us something. Um, but no, he liked it. Anyways, updates out the way with kind of we are we are getting into the festive spirit a little bit early people i know it's dan's most favorite time of the year <laughs> it's christmas but we're going hang on a minute that's fine when i said when i said i wanted to do krampus you went yes as long as we do black christmas yes you so you do like some <laughs> form of christmas I also like Scrooged. Oh, yes, that is a brilliant film. <laughs> Scrooged and Black Christmas. Black Christmas is more just a, a, a it's a horror movie that just happens to be at Christmas. Mm. It's for me, that's why I like it. It's not a Christmas movie that's a horror movie as well. Like mm. I'd say Silent Night or uh, the new one that David Harbour was in, Violent oh, Night. That was so good. I really enjoyed it, but it was a Christmas movie that was a horror movie at the same time, whereas... For me, like I say, Black Christmas is predominantly a horror movie that's set at Christmas. Mike will completely disagree with me because Mike disagrees, <laughs> Mike disagrees with, with you I on say. everything. <laughs> so, but he's he's on holiday now, so maybe yeah. he won't see this. And he probably will listen back. A funny story: we bumped into Mike at Full of a Horror. Said hello. I literally just went hello, like pointed at him, went hiya. 
And then he messaged that he put a post on when I me photographs and he went, Oh, I'm so sorry, I missed you. Next time we'll say hello, we'll hang out. And I was like, I said hello to you. <laughs> he was like, Oh yeah. <laughs> there were so many people. It was a lot. It, it was, was a lot. Nuts. And he was in full costume and he looked fucking amazing. And um, you did, Mike. You and Kerry looked absolutely amazing. So it was a lot. And I totally appreciate that. But I just it, it sent a chuckle in us, and I thought, I'm gonna sound to tell that story because <laughs> I know Mike listens. <laughs> right. Yes. Get this back on track. Let's get into Krampus. You have to do this. You have to do this. Okay. <laughs> so I'll do the disclaimer and then we'll crack on with it. So Everything discussed in today's episode is our opinions and our opinions alone. If you'd like to discuss anything from today's episode, please come and join us in the Facebook group, the Discord or the comments section, and we can have an open discussion. But what we won't have is anyone coming for us and telling us our opinions are wrong. We can all agree to disagree in fandom. So let's keep it fun, keep it kind, and keep the toxic behaviour out of nerdism. That'd be a dick. Thank you. It's kind of coming a thing now. Like, I'm expecting you just to see it afterwards. <laughs> um, oh, oh, yeah. And thanks for last. Thanks for anyone who has watched and tuned in or downloaded, listened to last week's episode, because that was a trip. That was Sleepaway Camp. Yeah, I can't believe it's now our fourth most successful show. And yeah. it's only been out a week. Just yeah. Just over a week. What? I don't know where we are. Hang on. It's yeah. Thursday at this love. point. Yeah, it's not. This... It's Monday. It's really Monday. <laughs> <laughs> at this point, it's only four days. But yeah. yes, in the grand scheme of things. And I'm so when I was in the Discord chat, people were saying that they hadn't heard of it, but they wanted to watch it. And I was like, "Go watch it! It's on YouTube right now." <laughs> it's the most bizarre film you'll ever see. It's and. <laughs> We did. We sold it really well, by the way. <laughs> so amongst the lasses to Paul, it is literally an hour and a bit of me laughing my ass off about why I love this film so much. And I really did laugh a lot. So sorry to any audio listeners who had to put up with my laughing last week. But thank you, everyone, for watching it, because I didn't know where it was going to where it was going to land, how mm-hmm. it was going to hit, because it is a you know, it's an old film. It's not a, yeah. like a well-known film. Um, so I'm really pleased for that. But today... We're going into 2015. So, Krampus. The two thir- the, I've just said it and I couldn't even see it. The 2015 movie, directed and written, didn't know this until I started researching. Yeah. Michael Doherty, can't, still can't see his name. Starring Adam Scott, Tony Collette, David Kushner, Alison Tomley and the fabulous Konicha Farrell. Like he had for thousands of years, Krampus came not to reward but to punish, not to give, but to take. We give you Krampus. <laughs> Krampus. I can do that with most anything now. I feel like I should have a German accent when I say Krampus. Krampus. But I don't want to offend anyone. So, uh, no, that's I, a good point. I will say slightly, though, that uh, whilst I'm not a Christmassy person, I love the idea of the actual folklore of Krampus. Because of course you do. <laughs> it's disturbing and sick, isn't it? Let's be honest, it's right up my alley. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was uh, it, one of my facts is that it was a very hard sell on the back of 
horror films that are based at Christmas, like Black Christmas, like your know, one you mentioned earlier, Silent the other Night, one, Silent yeah. Night. Yeah, they because of them, this nearly didn't get made, or a studio wasn't interested in it. But Michael, I still Doherty. Why can't I say his name? Michael Doherty sold it hard. Um, and he was actually ha- he actually took studio notes, um, one which was stop the baby crying, <laughs> um, make it stop, make the baby cry less, and all. And he was happy with the rating that it got because he just wanted he just wanted it out there. Um, but he did say he will fight tooth and nail for an R rating for Trick or Treat too. Yes, uh, for those of you who didn't know, Mike, Mike, uh, Mike Doherty did Trick or Treat. He's responsible for our little uh, warden of the the, uh, the Halloween rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, as played we did by a Mr. whole Quinn episode Lord. on him. Yeah. And I met Quinn Lord, uh, not for the love of horror, but at Spooky Empire when I was away. And I, we did a costume shoot with him. And he um... is, <laughs> the irony is, he was 11. I yeah, think he said ten or eleven when he played man. Sam, and it was a grown man in 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 the suit now. And I was just like, that could be anyone in there. That could yeah. be absolutely anyone in there. I was suit. looking at everyone's photographs because he was at For the Love of Horror, and I was like, do you know what? He doesn't even need to be in it. Like you, te- you can't. Te- but it it looks so weird because he's a it's a fully grown man. Yeah, in this suit that was meant to be a child. Like that's the adorable part of Sam was he was a child. But yes, did not know until doing my notes. And I was like, I recognise that name. Yeah. But now it makes sense. But that's why oh. there's that animated yes. section. Because uh, Mike wanted to make sure that he bought his uh, his expertise of the animation. Mm-hmm. But he wanted to make sure he got a small bit into this. Because obviously when he did Trick or Treat, the animated short he did, was mm-hmm. done like 15 years prior to the actual movie yeah. being released or something crazy. It was a long time prior to the movie being released. And so he wanted to incorporate that in Krampus itself, which he did, and he showed off his animation skills in that. It's beautiful. The animation style of it is absolutely stunning. But it, just take that out and just look at the gingerbread men, and I'm like, how did I not see this when I first watched it? It's him written just imprinted in the gingerbread men and yep. I, I only watched this last year I, I remember yeah. last year last Christmas me and Anth watched it we watched that and we watched the David Harbour film yeah we watched that at the same time and I just I absolutely loved it I didn't expect to love it as much as what I did like I was saying to Anth the minute it was finished that's it that's on the Christmas list <laughs> put, put that on there well, um, I know that there's a, a, a little Easter egg as well, going back to the Sam thing with um, mm. Max, when he is forced to take his cousins upstairs and share his Halloween haul of all of his candy. There is a couple of trick-or-treat Sam lollipops in there. You know, the bitten-off ones or yes. the round ones? And they're in his, uh, in his like, candy stash. So Mike knew what he was doing. He's proper product-placed trick or treat in that quite a lot there's quite a few of them as you go along like little nods that he's done so clever. i'm gonna look out for them because i will be watching it again Um, did try and watch it this afternoon twice fell asleep one more time <laughs> than me 
I tried. I even went in for a second goal and still fell asleep. <laughs> hey, it's been it's been a rough few weeks. I've been dog sitting again. I'm tired. It's like having children, except You've I don't know what eyes. You have new eyes too. Yeah, anyone who's watching us on YouTube, if you, <laughs> I have new eyes. I have new glasses. Um, I'm old, and I got. I had to pay a lot of money for someone to tell me that I am old, <laughs> and <laughs> I now have to wear glasses all the time. So, yay! Welcome to my world. Won't you come on in? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I got I got brand new eyes. Um, so yes, that's made me tired. <laughs> but the movie itself is it's a lot of fun. You gotta admit, it is, it's a lot of fun. It is when you I think it's more understandable of what's happening the second time you watch this film. Yeah. The first time you the end happens. I'm not gonna ruin the end just yet, but the end happens and you go, eh? Eh? What? Yeah, I must admit I did that. But then the second, third, fourth, however many times you watch it afterwards, you're like, I have questions. So <laughs> many questions. And I will be posing said questions to you as we go along because I am not sure. <laughs> and I couldn't Google it to find out because I ran out of time. So I'm going to ask <laughs> the questions. That's what I did for Pet Cemetery. I was like, right, I have so many questions. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes that is better. Oh, oh, someone's been listening. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. I did a um, playlist of songs for the travel down to Manchester. Don't find well that people who were traveling with me would not fucking appreciate it. A lot of Ice Nine Kills were in there. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hey, I'm driving. Wood. I need, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, I was like, hey, I'm driving. I need the distraction. I had a lot of misfits. Yeah. It was all horror-based themed because <laughs> Misfits yeah. did a whole album on B-Movie Monsters. And I was like, just fucking chuck that album in there. Let's get some Ice Nine. Obviously, Ice Nine Kills. <laughs> Spotify would freak out if I didn't play that. Um, but yeah, the opening scene of this film um, really, I absolutely love it. It's full-on Christmas. Black Friday yeah. nonsense. Oh, it is like it's the the parents getting teased and <laughs> why well, I had something written down somewhere about the opening scene. The made a point that was it. The made a point of having the film be strictly Christmas yeah. at the beginning, purely Christmas, nothing else before it hit the horror and dark fantasy realm. All right. And this movie, that was filmed in one day in a shopping centre in New Zealand. That is the only location spot because everything else was done in a sound studio. Right. The whole movie, apart from that bit, sound studio. I think it was a lot of all digital the snow work. and the wind and all the... Because I know lot, Weta, yeah. Weta had a lot to do with it, didn't it? Weta Workshop. Yeah. And if you don't know who Weta Workshop are, have you been sleeping um sammy will know through the sheer lord of the rings yep. hobbit um huge amount of props they made for that wetter have done so many things over the years we we stock quite a lot of wetter stuff we've even got the labyrinth door knockers and the worm i think they oh, were made do. by wetter as well yeah we, they were made by wetter so yeah so they do some amazing stuff but they're actual when you see like tours through their workshop 
on mm. they do tours through their workshop on YouTube. I know. I'd like to work there, please. Thank you. Yes, please. Let us go and lick the place and I'll be happy. <laughs> Just make it really weird. But yeah, the um everything's done in sound studio, everything's digital. Cause it's a it is a lot. The um even the houses. Yeah. Digital. Outside the scene with Beth when she's running and you've got Krampus just now. On which a pogo is, stick, yeah. Oh, it's amazing though. <laughs> I love the jumping from like one house to the other. Um, that's all digital. Not to like, I mean, I'm not shitting on it at all. Like, because I know practical is what I prefer, but it, the way that they've done it, it just, it not only looks so real, it looks really beautiful as well. The silhouettes that they use, the lighting and everything, it all kind of fits. But it has a comedy element to it for me as well, because there's something ridiculous about the notion that something that big can jump that far. Yeah. Like, you know, it's very, I wouldn't <laughs> say it was Hulkish. All, you know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say it was like Hulkish, you know, like how he can ju- jump like 42 miles in one leap. Mm. But um yeah, there's just something really funny about the way he's shaped and what he what he has to how how like house to house he can bound in one like knee bend jump and it's not even like a leap like it's a gazelle. Very agile. It's very <laughs> it's very like bump bump bump. And it, oh, it I'm just... not gonna look at that the same again. I was when I was watching it earlier because it's like near the beginning and where I hadn't fallen asleep and uh, it was. I thought, oh, that just looks lovely. Like how he's just like now. I'm like going to look at it completely different. <laughs> I want to see a beautiful arabesque gazelle leap from house to house. <laughs> <laughs> well, Krampus is from German and Austria folklore. Correct. He is a, a genuine thing to wear in. I think I read maybe in Austria. Do not come for me if I've read that wrong. But they do every Christmas. They do what? What's it called? The Krampus Run. Krampus Run, yes. where fully grown men will run down the street chasing children. Yep, they do the Krampus Run, and they also have the the Krampus one where they all dress up as Krampus, their versions of Krampus, mm. and it is one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. If you get a chance, go on YouTube and you can Google it. Um, yeah. The Krampus Runs and the people's makeup skills and prosthetic skills. And and these are people that, yeah, they just do this once a year. They're not bothered about anything else. These people don't work in the movies or they don't Mm -hmm. work, you know, in any sort of massive profession that means you have to be proficient in in special effects. But it's absolutely stunning watching them. It's it's something on the list that if I was to ever get overly excited about Christmas... That would I'd be go, it. yeah, I'd go to watch that. That, that that's what would get you. Yeah. And um, with well, the the design, the final design that they that they landed on was from various postcards and um, illustrations from him from over the years. So it's kind of like a mixture of everything because you can buy and you're meant to send them every year. Be on the lookout for yours, a Krampus Christmas card. It's Krampus like card. a warning. Be good. Don't 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 fuck up. Yeah. You can't get you can't get yeah. you. You can't get you. Um, I want to talk about this cast of right. this movie because Adam Scott and Tony Collette. I I like Adam Scott for my nerdy reasons. Him and Parks and Rec 
that board game he created, just love him. And Tony Collette, love Tony Collette. Like the woman. You are awful, Muriel. Also, Connie and Carla is. Sorry, (laughs) I fucking love that film so much. Um, but yeah, and Hereditary totally changed it. Like I knew Tony Collette was a brilliant actress. Um, Sixth Sense kind of like cemented where I was with her and I was like oh just I love her she can she can do no wrong and then hereditary came out and I went for fuck's sake can you like stop because you are getting too good at this like you, you are am- exhausted she was amazing in that movie like but blown away is not the word when it comes to it that scene at the end will haunt me forever like I still look in the corner just to make sure Tony Collette's not sitting there <laughs> soaring a head off <laughs> with, a, with a bit of cheese wire yeah ah. um, it's maintaining the eye contact while she's doing it that was the the, the... she's just so bewitching in it like she's just like oh she's not even there it's not even her but I didn't think them two together would be a like there would be anything there and it kind of worked I didn't like I didn't hear it yeah, I hated it. Did you? Yeah, I, I, he's not. I don't know. It, Adam Scott is a a very um, acquired taste mm, to I cast. Get he's he's a strange one to cast. Um, in the respect of that, he's not what they would say is a traditional lead character. Yeah. So to cast him in a lead character role, playing straight as well. Um, Very and by straight. straight, I don't mean his sexual orientation. No. I mean, like, not a comedy actor. No. Not, you know, what he's known for. You know, his sarcasm, his his, uh, his comedy presence, especially on Parks and Rec, that's what he's... I think that's one of his most he's famous very, roles. He's very dry. On, yeah. But it's... I do love him on Parks and Rec, but... I do get what you mean completely. Like it's it and it's it is taking him out of his comfort zone a bit. Mm. But for me, I kind of liked it. But it it might just be down to the the love that I have from him in Parks and Rec. I mean, it'll never be The Office. Do you know what um, I mean? But no, never. Just, but just I liked his character. Um, I liked the way he played him in yeah. Rappers. It was just kind of hard to believe that him and and Tony were were married, and especially like how. He relied on his son to translate his mother uh, quite a lot. It didn't. It, it was a bit weird. Like, how amazing is that little boy Max? <laughs> that not only does he carry one of the biggest imaginations ever. He can speak. You know, he can't speak. He can understand German. Yep, and be very brave. Sorry. He's very brave. <laughs> yeah. it's, I don't uh, find him annoying in this. No, no. Um, I didn't actually very one of very few mm. times I didn't find the kid to be annoying in a movie. Yeah. So. I loved the other kid though. The the one who just gawped all the time. Oh, the little brother. <laughs> the little brother of the two sisters, yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of them sisters is I think it was oh I, they looked exactly the same, but one of them sisters is the actual sister of Beth. Right. The um Max's sister. Yeah, yeah. So them two are actually related. But we did get an office guy in here. We got Todd Packer himself. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Honestly, 
the guy for me can't do any wrong, but to fit him into horror, I was like, oh, but it kind of worked. It was he was very douchey, like military, like the fact that he loved his truck and his guns and America. Um, but it wasn't Todd Packer, which is no. what I was what I always worry about when he takes on roles is I'm always gonna think you're playing Todd Packer again. Well, he does quite good in the Goldbergs because he doesn't play that kind of character as the girlfriend's dad. Um, he doesn't play a pack, top packer in that. But, um, yeah, I mean, he is kind of the Pac-Man in Anchorman, isn't he? He's kind of got yeah. that vibe. And um, I'm going to ask, did you, see, <laughs> did you see the parallels between the setup of this movie and Christmas Vacation, National Lampoon's yes. Christmas Vacation? You can spot a mile off Randy Queen and yeah. David Koshler are technically the same person. The same person. The house is the same. Yeah, it's all very, very similar, isn't it? The setup of the actual before everything goes to tits is yeah. the same. Um, and it's all done by design. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. I didn't was... realise it was intentional. It just seemed yeah. very coincidental. I don't know. No, it was all done by design. Right, because he got a lot of influence from that movie. Um, so yeah, you are spot on with that one. <laughs> the shit is full. But I just, I love David Kushner. I love, um, he's just, he is the epitome of like, I don't know, I don't want to offend anybody, but just that kind of like douchey guy. <laughs> yeah, no, he is. <laughs> like, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, he was, uh, he's, he, I like him, but couldn't, couldn't. I can't even say it again. <laughs> Conchita. Conchita. Conchita? Is there's no I in it? Conchita Pharrell, who plays the aunt. Um, I fucking love that woman. Um two sad and a half that men. she's yeah, yeah, two and a half men. Yeah. Oh, she was always a bit character. She was always she's been in so much, but yeah. she was always like the bit character. She was never the main person and it was such a shame because her comedy timing is fucking bar none amazing but sadly she is no longer with us anymore binksy boy absolutely not sorry mate i have to have my cats in with me tonight and he is now deciding to jump on the side of the table because he's learned to jump onto high things yeah he's learned to jump on the counters he's just staring at us now like "Mm, i'm not doing nothing wrong um so yeah, if if anyone audio wise can hear like rufflings and scutching in the background, it's my cats. I'm sorry, they have to stay with me tonight, unfortunately, because I'm the only one in. Um, but yeah, she's she's so dry in this; it's yeah. unreal. I um, love how she talks to the kids when, when when she goes, "Will you take the kids into the kitchen?" And she went, "Why? I didn't ever want to have kids." <laughs> What an answer. That's going to be my answer from now on. I don't have children. Why should I have to watch them? Yeah, exactly. I was like, yes, go on, you tell them. Oh, it's when she, the first line, our first line is, um, where's that nog? I need to get merry. <laughs> I can, I can empathise a lot, though, with Tony Collette when she loses her shit with her. Not because she's annoying, but because Tiny Collette, you can see she's just a pressure cooker ready to explode yeah. at that point. And when you've ever hosted a Christmas at your house, you can completely understand what Tony Collette's going through. <laughs> if you're I the am, one that's got to do all the cooking, yeah. the the cleaning, the making sure everything's going all right, feeding everybody throughout the entire day, 
oh it's worst mistake i ever made never do it again no i am so fortunate that i don't have to do that i just have to travel a lot um we alternate always have done one year at my mom's one year at his mom's and this year we are at my in-laws so i will be at my mother's in the morning then my in-laws and back to my mother's and home we might have to skip the mother's normally we would go to my mom's afterwards but because my mom only lives two minutes from me but because we have two little menaces um we may have to come home early sorry he's just at the windowsill like staring down at us like (laughs) i don't know what he's gonna do (laughs) i just see a a cat flying past you in a second oh it'll happen it will happen um but yeah the cast in this is fantastic and the kids aren't annoying thank christ um i felt a bit like shit for beth like she got took out like very quickly yes um but this was the thing right the law with krampus is if you've been naughty it's his job to come and sort you out right you've Mm -hmm. got obviously saint nicholas who is the wonderful smiley jolly guy who if you've been nice he showers you with gifts um but he doesn't want to be the one to say you've been naughty to the extent of that i'm gonna hang you in a tree upside down and then put you in my bag and eat you and beat you with sticks and you know that's up to krampus he he'll do that he'll he's the one that'll beat the children um but she wasn't exactly all that naughty you know when you're just like i don't understand why she went first yeah she 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 was just a teenager (laughs) Like, she wasn't... But let's be honest, out of all of them, did they really deserve what they got? The sisters, maybe, because they were... they they By the end of it, I was like, oh, my God. You know, when they were, yeah, when they were picking... When they picked on Max and they, they humiliated him by reading his, his Christmas letter, I was like, oh, I don't like you. No. Yeah. That poor little lad, you know. Let him just I mean, believe. He was, he, exactly. And he knew... He knew yeah. that what he he just he just wanted the spirit of Christmas again. The spirit it's like the spirit of Halloween, the spirit of Christmas. He didn't he didn't say that he necessarily believed in Santa Claus, yeah. but he believed in what it actually meant to him. Like he wanted to like all he wanted to do when he came home after he had a bust up. Got the kid got into a lot of fights. Um, he had a bust up with a kid. He just wanted to come home and wrap presents with his parents and watch the Charlie Brown Christmas special, and he just. You just wanted the spirit of Christmas, man. I do love <laughs> the fact that they mention um, while standing, while looking outside, and they mention some neighbours, and they're like, "Oh, we've not spoke to them since um, Max's noodle incident." Mm. Never find out what that is. I would love to know. There's, <laughs> there was a point made on IMDb about this that right. it's never mentioned. There's an actual follow-up comic to this. It's never mentioned in there. <laughs> Michael Doherty will not talk about it. It's like this hidden secret of what was the noodle incident. I need, I, Michael, you need to tell us what the noodle's about. Mm. Um, we need to know the noodle incident. I think um, they did some crafty stuff in this movie because mm. I know their surnames were Engel. Um, Engel, E-N-G-E-L, which in German is Angel. Angel. Yeah, which uh, if anybody's a Rammstein fan, you'll obviously know that from that song. But um, they wanted to use that surname to reflect his Austrian, the Austrian heritage that the family have. Yeah, they wanted to make um, it very clear. 
Yeah, well, they have a German nan or an Austrian nan, so I think that sets the tone, really. They she, was, need to... she was mint, by the way. I liked her. I liked the minute she knew something was going down, that fire was on. Yeah, so she wouldn't let him come exactly. to the house. Yeah, But the beauty, of her, the beauty of her was she took everything in. She spoke uh-huh. perfect English. She uh-huh. just refused. She was just a curmudgeonly old bird until the time was right, and then she spoke English. But <laughs> that's like... her first language. Yeah. There's no reason. And I like that. I like the fact that that is her first language and she doesn't need to conform no. to speak English. She can speak her, her native tongue. Crack on. I love it. Oh, it was just the fact that they all yeah, treated, but yeah, she tra- the rest she of the family treated her like shit, didn't they? You know, not. Well, they treated her like she didn't understand them. Yeah. And doing that whole, you know, when people talk to you really slowly when you think they don't understand. <laughs> like, fuck off. I get you. Speak louder. Oh, God. In my job, it's either speak louder, speak slower. Are you Welsh? (laughs) Yeah, I get asked a lot. Am I Welsh? Oh, dear God. No, no, I'm not. But yeah, I love the grandma. Is it Omi? Omi, I think. Omi, I love her. O-M-I, yeah. And I love the fact that all of this is going on and she's the only one who has a fucking clue and she doesn't break it until halfway through the film. <laughs> halfway. I'll, I'll sit on this little nugget and just see what happens. I think she thought that if she got the fire going, made the family like kind of confined into one room, maybe they could pass this out. Yeah. Maybe. But then, you know, they had to go and look for the daughter and... Ignore everything. Happened. Yeah. But I need to talk about the... um the scene with the anime the gingerbread men and all the shit coming to life because that threw me for a loop but it's only when that, that's on first viewing but now that i know who did it yeah. i'm like oh yeah i get it <laughs> i have the angel mm. in the loft as a tree topper for when i did used to put a tree up we have a black christmas tree um nothing but predictable me um for when i do put it up but uh we yeah we've we've literally got the angel from krampus that sits on Mm. top of the tree and uh my sister come around and she took one look at it and she went oh for god's sake that thing's hideous i was like you need to watch the film but yes you're correct it is i want the bell yeah we used to sell it we used to sell the bell and now i cannot get it for love nor money i it would not my home My tree is a Harry Potter themes tree. I don't know if the Krampus bell would sit well with all of me Harry Potter ornaments. <laughs> Just like this one random bell. What's that? Oh, well, back. that's Krampus. Yes, yeah, stick around the back. No one will see it. You'll know it's there. Uh, it's it's Krampus. It's, uh, my, <laughs> I don't have a back. It's all 180. Like It uh, goes right. all like everyone. Can, you can see everything because um, of where it's positioned. Um, but yeah, it would be a kind of good story though. What's that? What's the Krampus bell? I don't have children, so it's obviously come for me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I love that scene. I love the design work on it. I just think it's so, it's very fantasy. Yeah. But I, yeah, I do very much like it. I mean, it's, did you know, and I found this out today and I found it absolutely hilarious. They don't really talk, but the gingerbread men were voiced by Seth Green and Justin Roydland. Yeah, now, I, I know did. we're not. I know we're not really supposed to talk about Justin now because he's a naughty man. I don't um, know who he is. 
he's the voice of Rick and Morty. Oh, right. Okay, and yeah. Right. He's okay, been replaced now uh, due to allegations of naughtiness. Um, so the guy that invented the voices for Rick and Morty now no longer plays Rick and Morty. Some oh guys who can do the most perfect impressions you've ever heard were hired, mm. and they now voice Rick and Morty for the new season. Right. Um, but the, they were really clever with that because to have Seth and Justin voice the um, gingerbread men, in a return favour, they put the posters up of Robot Chicken and Rick and Morty in Max's bedroom. Ah, so, right. So they've got like a little Easter egg with that because n- n- Mike's nothing but um, he loves just like little nods. Yeah, um, he's, they've also got a, a, a nod to Pacific Rim in there as well because I think he's got a big poster of Gypsy Danger oh. in the uh, in the bedroom as well. But yeah, because that's a legendary pictures and it was something to do with Universal and Legendary um, oh. that made this movie. So, well, yes, I, one of my notes was uh, Gingerbread Men, Seth Green, and Justin. And I did not know. I didn't even go in to look at who he was. I just wrote it down. I I didn't recognize the name. Um, but the the minions, the minions, are also real Christmas and winter folk figures. Obviously, not the gingerbread man. But, I eat them. Um, do you know what? I would not go out my way to eat a gingerbread man. But if there was a ginger custard, like cream, with, like my dad's or something, because I know my dad loves ginger, like I would have one. But I would not go out of my way to buy a gingerbread man. I like gingerbread man. I'm marrying one, and I so. <laughs> Rob, <laughs> it feels oh. so weird saying that. It feels oh. so weird saying that. Wait I'm until like, I'm, wait until you're married. It's such a strange feeling. Like I still, it's what four years, and I still can't not call Anth my husband. Because I still can't believe we friggin' did it. Like we've been together forever. <laughs> like we got married. What? Four years ago, we'd been together 13, 14 years at that time. We're hitting 17 years now. Like, it just still to this day is bizarre. I could, every time someone kept calling us Mrs. Bryce, I kept laughing at them. (laughs) (laughs) Or someone mentioned the fact that I was married or I, like, like my husband, I'd just start laughing. It's so surreal. So, yeah, you, and I was never engaged. So, I don't know that feeling. (laughs) I just did it. Would have been easier, I think. But yeah, we just no, yeah. no, it was, it wouldn't. It was perfect. It was perfect setting, perfect time, and it was beautiful. Your face, I've, do you know what? Her holiday pictures are brilliant because not only will you see her cry, you will see her <laughs> smile as well. I'm a, a, yeah. I mean, I think that's something I'm allowed to let the persona slip for. But uh, mm. yeah, for anybody who doesn't know, my my other half, Rob prepared uh prepared proposed to me he prepared um, you <laughs> for a life yes he did insert yeah um it's late i'm tired it's been a long week. <laughs> it's been a long week for a blesser um yeah he proposed to me at uh the salem um chapter of the satanic temple um in front of baphomet which uh, oh, is huge um and my mother said Oh, that was a choice. That was the best choice. She's not down with the kids, that's all I'm saying. Um, oh. Yeah, so 
it was, um, yeah, I thought he was having a muck about. So when I turned around and realised he wasn't having a muck about, the, I told him to fuck off probably a total of about three times because I thought he was messing. And then... Uh, you Rob. <laughs> then he asked me, he finally asked me, and I said to my friend, I don't know what hand it is. I completely forgot what hand the ring's supposed to go on. I didn't know. Right, left, left. Yeah, she left. And I didn't, I just went blank at everything and I'm just standing there. And I was laughing, but I was crying at the same time. And I was just like, oh God. And I couldn't stop because I was laughing so much. And I don't know why I was laughing. It's just one of those moments where I was just like, yeah, it's nerves. When I get, when I get, when I get scared or when I spoke to Gareth. (laughs) <laughs> on Sunday, I couldn't stop giggling. I'm like, why am I, why am I laughing? This is like I'm just having a conversation. Stop. So I just stopped instantly. Hi, hey, sweetheart. And I just yeah. stopped instantly. Oh, it was perfect, though. It was yeah. such a beautiful moment. I'll take it. I'll take it. So I'm only doing this once, so I'll, I'll take whatever I can get right now. So <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> yeah. When honestly, when it, when you're married, you this feeling doesn't stop. You'll right. you'll ride it for a, a fair fair few few years. Noted. Yeah. Noted. Our our next anniversary, we are we come for a weekend full of horror. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're doing. I'm actually dragging my husband down with us when we go next year. Or are you got a hotel weekend. You, no, we just do, do we're just doing the Saturday. Yeah. Uh, we're coming down on the Saturday, doing the convention. Um Going to get checked in, have something to eat, and then go to the after party. We want to do the after party because I think you sold it too well. So we're doing the after party. <laughs> I, yeah, it's one of those things you put your name, well, you get your name put down, you put your name down for something when you're in holiday mode and you go, yay, great idea. Yeah, no problem. And then Carolyn and Mark, who are these two lovely people, came up to me and went, oh, I hear you're singing tonight. I was like, eh. And they went, oh, yeah, they put your name up on the list. And I was like, <sighs> and that bit inside of you that goes, why? Why? And I, and I looked and I thought, oh. so we got there at what we thought was an appropriate time for it to start. So got there about quarter to eight thinking I'd be on at, ho- at 10 past eight and we could scoot off. Because bear in mind, we landed Thursday. We were yeah. setting up Friday and we were we were That's a day lot. into the show. So I was like, good, I could about half an hour in, out, done, because, mm-hmm. you know, lovely. G Tom Mack hadn't gone on stage until 20 to 7, uh, 20 to 8, should I say? He did an hour and a half. And then they put the, the karaoke on after that. Um, and it was an experience. He sung Cry Little Sister last. <laughs> um he sung many many songs before that especially fight for your right to party woo he the one you actually wanted to hear he's a walking meme you know that meme of steve buscemi where he's got the skateboard over his shoulder shoulder and he's you know hi kids that is g tom (laughs) (laughs) ripped jeans a hoodie a boom box in some of his pictures that he had flashing up in the back it's a, it was a, an experience, yeah. Amazing, amazing. I did um, have a moment where I was standing in front of, um, oh, God, what's her name, from Blair Witch Project? Heather. Heather. Heather Donahue. 
standing in front of her and I kind of like was like, do I just run over and just tell her that I fucking love the Blair Witch Project and it just, it cemented my love for found footage horror or do I just walk away? You walked walk away, in. didn't you? Of course I yeah. walked away. Of course I walked away. And then she walked past your fucking stall while I was talking to you. Falskin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Heather Donahue's just walked walked past. I was going, fucking send him to the dad. <laughs> I didn't gutted. even see her if that helped, so. Gutted. Absolutely gutted. But Krampus. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't be us if we didn't tangent. Exactly. We just love a tangent. It scored 66% on Rotten Tomatoes, which I think, if my memory serves me right, is around the same as Trick or Treat, if not near. Yeah. I think Trick or Treat should be better than it is. Oh, God, yeah. For Rotten Tomatoes scores. Um, it's it's having a massive resurgence, as we well know. But in America, every freaking shop I went in, oh, imagine Sam, yeah, everywhere. Like I even bought myself. I've got like a lumberjack shirt that's covered in it's black and white squares. It's got Sam down the arms. It even says on the back, "Check your candy." It's <laughs> like it's really cool. And and like all the t shirts, um, Hell on shirts have just done a yeah um, a fantastic range of. Well, I don't know whether they've just done it, but they they have done. They had some on their stall actually, of the uh, trick or treat range they did, which is fantastic. When you're in um, Halloween Horror Nights, had so much trick or treat stuff as well, and it was just like we need more I, Sam. I stayed away from Hell on shirts for a very good reason. <laughs> Would have been very poor. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have bought anything else. And I kind of yeah. wanted to, I wanted something, because I say to Paul, I'm not buying for the sake of buying, because I can do that. I could do that at home. I could just sit and buy for the sake of buying. I want something quite unique. And I know that you can go, and I've seen on so many websites the, that Vincent Price mug, but I thought, you know what, yes, that's that's unique. I nearly, I nearly got the big Creepsville heart bag with the um the webbing and it was the orange one yeah and then i saw peaches had exactly the same one <laughs> but in black and white and i thought oh no it's all right i'll and nothing like the bag is amazing but i was like i'm not copying peaches not not today not while she's actually got it here <laughs> my god we bumped into peaches <laughs> it was so funny so funny she messages and goes are you going to full of a horror i says yes we're going the sunday she went yes me too oh i'll say hello i was like oh you'll say hello will you like <laughs> Like, I don't talk to you frequently enough. You're, co- you're nice enough to come and say hello. And he's bumped into her, and she's got this bubble tea. And I swear to God, this bubble tea was like her emotional support. Like, she just would not stop selling us on bubble tea to the point where I ended up getting one. It's ever so nice. The guys, they bubble was, ninja. They do really good bubble tea. I got very overwhelmed by the choices. I was yeah, like, I didn't know what, what any of them were when what? I stood there. Like yeah. we had, I had one. Oh God, I had quite a few with Sunny Con actually, because people kept buying them and didn't like them. And I was like, hand it over. Um, but I had an Iron Brew one at Sunny Con, and I was like, that was just made. It was just there. There was, you know, that there was one option. They give me choices, <laughs> and I didn't know what went with what. Yeah, and I was like, I'm not the greatest when it comes to taste. Like I'm the queen of bland. <laughs> so, so I got candy floss and cherry. Yeah, it's nice. Didn't, yeah, it was just candy floss. <laughs> like you couldn't taste the cherry. It was just pure candy floss. I, I should think... have gone with apple and cherry. Fucking hell! <laughs> it, yeah, they are 
it is really, really nice. Yeah, I do like a good bubble tea. But the um the music for Krampus composer was called Douglas Pipes. Laughed me ass off when I read his name. Pipes. Um, he said the music collection was or the, the collection of music was twisted Christmas carols with pagan thrown in there. And I was like, with pagan thrown in there, like, is it pagan thing? Like that's it, just a, just a blanket word, pagan. Uh, well, I don't recall hearing anything that struck me remotely as pagan, like chanting paganism, like you know, you're going on the Wicker Man at Alton Towers kind of pagan. You know that, that it, I I heard nothing of that kind of no um, no. 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 <laughs> No, and like, what kind yeah. of pagan are we talking about? Like, and this is where I get a bit like, are we talking like neo neo pagan? Are we talking like folksy pagan? Like, where where are we landing on this pagan? I just want to know. I didn't get any of that. I didn't. No. Like, I got the Christmas bit of it. I was listening to it, and I'm like, I don't. I, don't hear, I just hear Christmas. Yeah, it, I just heard like Carol of the Bells, I think it's called. Isn't yeah. It? Do, 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 that one. <laughs> it was like, it wasn't that song, but you know, that whole creepy that vibe cool, that though. song gives off. You know, that, yeah. that weird, it has a, whilst I, it works for Home Alone, and that's the only film it doesn't <laughs> seem creepy in. It's um, still creepy. <laughs> yeah, there is, there's a level of real creepiness with that song. Um, it's the do 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 I'm pretty sure that was what it was called. Because <laughs> I play that over and over again. I actually have that on a playlist as well. Because <laughs> it's so fucking good. Thank you, Dwight Trude. Yes, oh, thank I you. miss The Office. <laughs> I haven't watched it in such a long time. And when watching like Todd Packer being on here, I was like, oh, Todd, you're an asshole. But I you're love an you. Asshole, Todd. <laughs> he is an asshole. Um, have we got any more on the Krampus? This is like... It's very hard because, like, Krampus, you could do, we could do a whole thing on the actual, like, yeah, lore of Krampus. Uh huh. But that's a lot. All right. I've got a question. Go on. Do you think the choice of the design of this Krampus, this Krampus was a, a good choice or do you think it was a bad choice? And I'm actually alluding to the fact that Krampus never shuts his mouth. Ah. He constantly has his mouth has his open. mouth open, and it was shut, wasn't it? I like the design of it. Um, I think it's quite fitting to close his mouth is probably a really good choice because then that is, it's bringing that horror element a little bit too high, whereas the horror in this is quite tame. Yeah, could all like you know kids could get away with watching this shit like but if you open that mouth and you have that mouth exposed it elevates the horror it's it's like they could they they only had one face 
mm-hmm. for Krampus. And I'm not saying that it wasn't expensive to make, and that's maybe why they only had the one, yeah, the one mask prosthetic, whatever, whatever it ended up being. Um, but it was there was nothing there. It that for me, I felt with this Krampus that it was very flat mm. because it, it couldn't emote whoever was wearing it couldn't do anything in it it was what you saw for that time Again, that yeah. you actually yeah. got on his face there wasn't anything there to see i think i prefer the silhouette of him i yeah. prefer the shadowy side of him to see his face i don't i don't spark that like there's no reaction there yeah um then what it was, there like- was yeah, but then what there was when I first when you first see him on the houses, I'm like, oh shit, like yeah. that's terrifying because the shapes, the shapes of him, the um, when the he uncurls himself him, as well, yeah. yeah, the size of him as well. So that's probably the scariest part for us. I don't think I emote any emotion when it comes to his face. If he'd had his mouth open though, that might have been a bit different because then I'm like, oh, you fuck, why, why would right. you do that? So and also in the movie, one by one they all get snatched or dragged into the snow or yeah. you know through the through the snow thing and they disappear. Now I am so confused with mm. the setup of how we got to the very end scene. The very nice. very end scene. Are they always there? Were they always there to start with? Why did he put them in there? I'm very confused. I don't understand the purpose yeah. of the snow globe. So we have all of the so we have all of the events that take place within this movie. And I do urge you to go and watch it. Yes. The likelihood is Netflix will put this back up again towards Christmas time. I know they've taken it down for now, but it is a thoroughly good watch. It is very much of the time, 2015, the look of horror at the time. Um and it's it's a it's a really decent film. But we go through this whole event of all these people going, Max's life like being turned up the fucking side down, yep. to then it all not happening. It didn't yep. happen. However, so it's not a case of it didn't happen. At the end of it all, Max wakes up in his own bed and his it's his whole day is starting again. It's like Groundhog Day. Yep. Um, and his whole day is starting again. And... His family are acting like nothing's happened. Everything's all as normal, nothing's to do, but Max can remember everything. And as he's talking to his family, they start to remember everything. Yeah. And then you find out that they're in a snow globe? Yes. (laughs) Do they? Yeah, I'm going to start asking questions now. They live in the snow globe? This Did he put the them in the? He must have put them in the snow globe. That must be the punishment. Well, and that's yeah. See, this is where I overthought the whole thing because it is probably as simple as that's where he was taking them all to to put them all in the snow globe to keep them mm-hmm. in there because they were all naughty or naughty. horrible. Uh huh. So puts them in the snow globe, but it felt like they might have been in it from the beginning. You know when. Mm. Um, the when the blizzard starts and it's oh, like and the snowman appears yeah the snowman appears why did nobody question that when you shake a snow globe it goes like a blizzard inside doesn't it because mm, everything yeah. like 
So I wasn't sure when they got put in it. It makes sense. It's when it he makes wakes sense up. if it's when the but... blizzard starts because that's when the snowman appears, and that where, snowman is where did it come from exactly, and it's almost <laughs> like it is almost too perfect. It is perfect to be made from human hands. So I mean, my snowman's not fuck all. I mean, I don't like playing in the snow to start with, but. <laughs> My snowman would never look like that. That was too perfect. But ah, that makes so much sense. Like, were they put into it to start with? And unfortunately, are they going to now be living that day? Is she spending their eternity yes. living that day with her sister and her family? <laughs> that be <Wow>. fucking livid. <laughs> Me, Christmas, on repeat. Oh, yeah. God, no. Christmas day on repeat <laughs> forever. <laughs> I'd be, yeah. But you remember every single one. Oh, good God. It's not like your brain resets and you remember. Like Bill Murray in Groundhog Day, he remembered every single day. Oh, no. I can't think of anything worse. That's that's a massive thing. I would be <laughs> fucking exhausted. No. no. Yeah. Eating the same food every day. I'm not a big fan of Christmas dinner to start with, so that'd be great. I remember when we were kids, though, because my dad used to, we stopped going down my grandparents like quite young because that's where we used to go for dinner. And um, so my dad started doing it at his house just for the four of us at his house, at my house. Um, and because we didn't like prawn cocktail for our, like for a starter, he used to do us bread bun scooped out with cream cheese and ham and toast it. And that would be my starter. <laughs> And I still, to this day, love that starter. <laughs> All because I didn't like, oh, I love prawn cocktail. Yeah. But at the time, I didn't. I still, I would still choose that over a prawn cocktail. Even though I can't remember the last time my dad ever did anything like that. But yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it makes you question, oh, poor Dan is so, Dan's had like the longest <laughs> week, bless her. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, no, it's just been a, yeah, been a week, but um, yeah, I just don't. Uh, the, the every time I watch Krampus, a new question comes up, and I'm like, "Now you're going to make me question things, and my brain like doesn't work that way." Like, I I realize I watch for the moment, yeah, and then I, I'll question it later. First time, I do, unless it's a Marvel movie, and then I always have questions because I'm that person. But I'll save it to the end, and then when we're driving home, I'll go. Why did this happen? And Rob goes, just stop. You're overthinking it. I'm like, yeah, but that wouldn't, this wouldn't. And, that, and he's like, stop ruining the film. <laughs> You've just watched a comic book film, love. Yeah. It's all right. <laughs> but I, uh, yeah, I tend to get a little bit questioned, like on certain things. But there are films. Is... Oh, there are films that I can just sit and watch and, and yeah. I don't have to. Um, There's certain things like if I know like Ant's got a big of an interest in something, like, like that will Witcher. Yeah. When we watched The Witcher, I asked fucking hundreds of questions. So did hundreds I. Hundreds of questions. I'd only ever seen him play the game. I'd never played it myself. Same here. So I know I'm, he loved Witcher 3. I think yeah. he said it's one of the, the, his favourite games like for a very long time. Like He hadn't had that feeling of like, oh, good God, what the fuck have I just played <laughs> for a very long time until Witcher 3 came out. Um, he always says, if I could erase one thing from my memory, it'd be that game. So they can play it again. Yeah. And I, I, yeah, I asked a lot of, when we watched One Piece, 
Oh, actually, I didn't have to ask questions on One Piece because the fucker was just telling us as we were going along and ruining it. Rob was telling me because I was going, look, what the hell? I don't get And he's like going, yeah, this is this in the end. And he's only watched 300 episodes of the thousand and something that there oh. are. Mr. Bryce is up to date on the manga, so he's ahead of everyone else. Um, but yeah, he couldn't, he couldn't let it drop. Couldn't let it drop. Had to tell us who people were and what relationships they were. And I'm like, I I, I don't get angry at spoilers. I generally don't. Yeah. Unless it's on TikTok where you can fuck right <laughs> off. Yeah. They literally, when was it? It was Spider-Man. Hadn't even been out a couple of hours. And already all our TikTok, yeah. everything. Um, so I, when it comes to like spoilers, I sometimes, because I'm very easy to forget shit. So <laughs> I don't get too angry about it. But my God, yeah, he was just telling us before it even happened what was going to happen. Still enjoyed it, though. I think that's the thing I liked about Krampus, because in so many ways, you know what you're getting into if you know Mm. the folklore. And Krampus, um, obviously, I think it's December the 5th. Call me out if I'm wrong, but you have Krampusnacht, which is Krampus night. Yeah, Mm. it's Krampus's night. So it's where you have to, um, it's where he comes and, takes away the naughty kids basically uh, i'd be fucked there's an episode of grim that i highly recommend anyone watch if you've ever seen that tv series it's been a long time since I've, I've seen it i love that but there is one episode that they do about krampus and it is the most true to the folklore that i have seen um where they hang the children by their feet in a tree beat them with sticks after he's kidnapped them in his sack and then he, he leaves them up there um to eat later uh, but people don't re- realize it gets that harsh <laughs> they don't realize you know the, the the children are beaten and then eaten they if you don't know the story very well you just think it's a big bloke with a sack you know <laughs> Boo kids <laughs> do you know what makes us miss us laugh actually the office, Dwight Schrute like I know yeah. I've brought up a couple of times but he is obviously from German descent and he holds his German values very close to his heart. You have a whole episode of his German tradition when it comes to Christmas and yeah. the weed whack and, and which is hilarious. Um, and his wedding as well, where he got married in the dish. Yeah. He got married in his own grave. That's it, yeah. Him and him it's, and uh, Angela. Him and Angela yeah. get spoilers, get married in their own graves. Um but yeah, and not once, not once is Krampus mentioned. Well, I think he says, doesn't he? He says something along the lines of that. What did I call him now? I've gone blank already. You know, the his version of Father Christmas is a, a mashup of Krampus and Father Christmas together. I wish I'm I could sure. remember the episode's name because that's the that that's what he's talking about. I've seen The Office so many times that I know it verbatim, but my mind now has gone blank on that episode. <laughs> I'm just gonna try and Google it now and see. Google, Google, Google time. <laughs> it's a Google time. <laughs> it's like, oh, my watch has just vibrated because my watch has died. Yeah, the Belschnickel. Yeah, Belschnickel. That's Belschnickel. it. Belschnickel. Um... Yes, Belschnickel is such a good episode. It's very much towards the end as well. Because I think it's like the last season when Jim's not living there anymore. 
It's, uh, yeah, he says <laughs> it's actually a real St. Nicholas type figure in Germany and not a character the writers just made up. Oh. As such, Dwight decides to serve everyone ample amounts of Gulhwin. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> and Hassan Pfeffer, which is, <laughs> which is a rabbit stew. And uh, some Hogmore, which is basically haggis. Um, mm. and because they are traditional foods, yeah, I remember that. I, I honestly, oh god, yeah. Um, it's the episode where Pam, you think Pam and Jim are gonna get a divorce, that's why. Oh, is that where she was in the video? Yeah, it's it's that one where Dwight, Dwight and Jim have the best friendship, they are best friends, but they don't realize it for eight seasons. Oh, yeah, D- Dwight and Jim. Can you see my little? I don't know if you can see it now. My yes. Pez dispensers. Your Pez? Oh, is that what they are? It's Pam and Jim. Oh, that's amazing. I've, I've got... found them at, at one of the shows, and it is... I don't know if you can see it very well, but... Oh, yeah, that's so cool. <laughs> it's just... I want I've Dwight got... stuff. Yeah, I want more Dwight stuff. I've got a Pam... I've got the Funko desk. Pam and Jim's... Pam... Yeah, right, Pam and Jim's yeah. desk. I've got them. They have destroyed the boxes, the the boys, because I had to use them because they were perfect height to stop them from getting under the air cabinet. Right. And they've just been bouncing off them and everything. So they can come out of the box at some point. <laughs> um, but Dwight stuff, I want more Dwight stuff. He is one of my favourite characters. And yes, him and Jim are best friends. Yeah. Well, Always um, and forever. I, I obviously have a, a lifetime. You have him there obsession why Dwight why why, out of every person why Dwight because I love Dwight the most he is the only reason I watch The Office he is that person that you can identify with even though you wouldn't do the stupid dumb fuckery that Dwight pulls you still see that he's just someone who wants to be liked or wants to be involved and this is him trying to do it the best way he knows how and we're all socially awkward at some point and we all do dumb shit in dumb situations it's just dwight is amplified by a thousand he's yeah he turns it up he's such a nerd as well um battlestar galactica yeah he's (laughs) when he came in when he came in as a sith lord and they were like they took the piss out of him i think someone says who are you jesus and he was like what (laughs) He dressed um, up as uh, somebody from World of Warcraft, I want to say as well. Could oh yeah, wrong. and look, he says you can't tell who it is because you took away me freaking me antler things. It's like every year Toby has to stop Dwight from bringing in weapons <laughs> and stuff at Halloween. Um, Anne's favorite character in the office is Kevin and Creed. Uh, Kevin, I can understand. Creed, I can also understand. Do you know we do Rhode Island Comic Con? This was the third time we'd done Rhode Island Comic Con. And the, for the year one and two that we did it, they had office people there for photo shoots. Oh, what? Not one this year, and I regret <gasps> immensely. They used to have uh, Meredith, they'd have uh, Phyllis, um, Stanley. Um, I think they had Creed and Kevin as well. And So Phyllis, I know we're going off on a massive office tangent, and I'm yeah. so sorry, but I'm not sorry at the same time. Um, because I've never we've never done an office episode on the Sunday show because I'm the only person who fucking loves it. Um, but Phyllis was Ooh. just a casting 
director was just a casting call. She yeah. was the person who cast people. She was the person who did read-alongs and everything. And they fucking loved her. And the office made her into the fucking star that she is. And now she's sadness in Inside Out. That's exactly what I was going to say. She's the voice of sadness. Yes. And when you see sadness as well, you're like, I can kind of see Phyllis. Yeah. And she used to be a ballet dancer. You know how they, how they portray Phyllis in, well, that's her real name as well, but you know how they portray her in the office yeah. is this bit of a like dark sex kitten. She really is. <laughs> but she's no Belschnickel. She is no Belschnickel and she is no Krampus. So, yeah, we thought we would just do a little ditty to bring us back because, yes, for all you have seen us over the last few weeks, we have not seen each other through the last few weeks. We pre-recorded a lot of episodes as... Dan was taking a holiday. It feels, honestly, it's ridiculous that that is now over with. Don't even. I said I'm to so Rob, sorry. it feels like it's been so long since mm. we recorded, but yet doesn't feel long at all. At all. So yeah. I'm like, I'm really confused. Like, I know for everybody watching, um, this seems like a straight through next episode, but we pre-recorded last week's, well, Monday's Sleepaway Camp. About a month ago now, I yeah. think. It was, so. Yeah, because I think I was talking about the 24-hour live stream. Yeah. I'm sure it was, like, on the back of that. Because it was, because yeah. I'd just seen Sleepaway Camp at Newcastle. So, yeah, yeah, we haven't recorded for a long time. This is us back. And next week, next week is our last episode of the year. Yeah, because we're going to be that thing where we're going to go away and take notes and listen to Mike Kell tell us how we can improve. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. Um, yeah, yeah, just literally. And go if you want to have a very, very, very good, um, well-informed, high-factually driven episode, go listen to The Thing, who mm. we do feature Mr. Mike Kell himself. Yes. Um, and for those of you that know him from the con scene, he is the Captain Spalding himself. Um, but those of you who don't, jump on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, go back and watch the Thing episode. He he knows his stuff, does Mike. So. He does. He does. And we will very much be having Mike back on. Yes. Um, along with other, other people next year. Yes. Next week is Black Christmas. Yes. Yes. And I'm really grateful that Dan like told us there's three films because I was like, I can do the one. And she's like, no, there's three. I was like, oh, great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as I was saying to you before, for me, Black Christmas is a horror movie that's set at Christmas. So that hence why I like it. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I've never seen it. Um, I haven't watched it early because I wanted yeah. to watch it. I knew, I knew we were doing it. Um, leading, I knew we were doing it towards the end, um, but this is just the end of this year. We are going to take a break. We are going to get prepared for next year because we have so much we want to do. Season two for Jesus. Season two. Well, this episode will be up on Spotify and iTunes and anywhere you get your podcast from on a Tuesday. It will always be up on a Tuesday. Yes, Tuesday, along with every other episode because I do them. So, <laughs> so Mike, so you know, the audio goes up on a Tuesday. Tuesday. So, yes, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, and anywhere you get your podcasts from. Like I mentioned, we are on YouTube every Monday at 
seven o'clock. Please remember to like, share. What are you doing? That goes seven on my way, but I just realised it's probably yeah, that way. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Please remember to like, share and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the notification bell so you can be reminded when episodes are coming out, even though we only have one more coming out for this year. But we will go be back out. and watch all the rest again. Yeah, there's a lot to go through. Like, honestly, um, the one that I am I don't want to use the word proud of, but I was I really fucking love doing was Pet Cemetery. Um didn't realize how much I love Pet Cemetery until we did that episode. Uh Sleepaway Camp last week was I'm yeah. still blown away. I didn't think anyone would be interested. I generally didn't. Yeah, it's it's hit quite a few random buttons with people that one i've noticed like it had like a really strange surge it started off from the minute it finished Mm -hmm. there was 42 views already from the minute Uh, it finished yeah i actually watched it back because i just with it being so long i was like oh i'll give it a watch and i'm not gonna lie i do find us hilarious (laughs) (laughs) even though i was in the room i still laugh me ass off at stuff it's when (laughs) It's when we're, t- when we're trying to sell it and we're like, oh, yeah, there's, uh, there's, there's an actual pedalo as a character in this film. <laughs> and it's like, please still go and watch it. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Please do. <laughs> well, we do have other episodes um, in our back catalogue. We've got The Invisible Man. We've got Wolfman. We've got Phantom of the Opera. We've got Mummy, if you like all your classics. Bride of Frankenstein. We've got some more up-to-dates like Chucky and Pennywise. Predator. Featuring Creature from the Black Tattoo. Yes, who we will, and I confirmed with Mr. You're coming on next year. Yeah, he he will. He will. Um, Mainly because Rob will tell him to and he'll do it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It it was Uh, lovely to see you all, though. Especially that Creature, he was just in his element. (laughs) That man could sell sugar to shit. Honestly, I've never... (laughs) All I know Gareth from doing is my tattoos are on here. Like, I never realised what a salesman he truly is. And my hat is doffed to such a... He helped us out for the love of horror on the Sunday. And that he grafted. I gave him his due. So He was was hard at work when we were there. So, yeah, we've got a whole load of back catalogue. We've got a whole load of stuff that we want to do next year. We are going to be expanding... That's what expanding is. Yeah. Bigger, getting bigger. But thank you, everyone, for watching. Thank you for taking part of our tangents. Just putting (laughs) up with my bullshit. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. (laughs) But we will be back next week for Black Christmas. Correct. Yeah, see, I remembered. (laughs) Well, thank you all for watching and stay nerdy, everyone. Bye.